Hi guys, welcome or welcome back to the Vibe Hive. Um, this is episode nine of the Uncut series, and um, we're just gonna get into it. So, I hate being those people, but like, if I'm sniffing a lot and my voice sounds off, that's because I am battling allergies right now. Um, the plan originally was to drop the first episode of season two which is on the way but because of my voice um it's taken a little bit longer for me to drop that episode so i am gonna drop this episode and then i'm gonna drop the first episode of season two so yeah that's just a little some housekeeping things or whatever um my voice does sound bad i have a cough drop in my mouth i am covered up and i'm trying to fight this off since we're since I'm talking about my voice and stuff like that, two things. One, why does it seem like every year around fall time, it gets worse and worse? And when I say worse and worse, I mean, like, Chicago has never had, like, a solid fall season. Like, you know, we get the leaves changing. We get the, we get the, um, the weather changing. But there is never, like, a solid fall weather. It's all like it's always constantly changing. Like one week it can be super cold, like forties, almost thirties. The next week it can be like sixty. Right now, as I'm recording this, the high today was seventy four degrees. Seventy four. Before before um today yesterday why didn't just why didn't I not just say yesterday? Yesterday it was like seventy two. The day before that it was seventy. Why like why can't we just why is fall always the season it's always the season two i have never had allergies before i've never suffered with allergies i've never ever had to deal with this until this year at like the beginning of this year like when was like at the beginning of this year i didn't really have them as much because you know it was the winter time but once it started getting into the spring i started getting allergies like itchy throat itchy eyes dry eyes dry throat stuffy nose like I started getting and I thought oh like I'm sick because I never had allergies before you feel me so I was like oh, okay I'm sick then I must be sick but I didn't feel the sick symptoms like when I'm sick at least I can't do anything like low energy I don't want to get up I don't have an appetite my body hurts like everything like that but I did not experience that at all and then fast forward a little bit to let's say what is it? It's November now? Jesus Christ. Okay. It's one more month left of 2022? Oh my gosh. Anyway, back on back on topic. I'm going to say like around September, I started getting them again once it started to get a little bit cooler. And I was just like, okay, I guess I'm sick again. But I don't get sick that much. So I'm just surprised that I actually have allergies now. I never had to deal with that. I used to always make fun of people with allergies. So maybe this is just my karma for always making fun of my mom when she had like sinus problems. So maybe this is just my karma. Anyway, that's really not what I wanted to talk about in this episode. But I just had to. It's an uncut. The whole point of this is to be just off the cuff and to not have a schedule and to not have a script and to just talk. Literally, the uncuts are just a stream of consciousness. (laughs) But um, hold on, I need to turn down this lo-fi. I do this every single time. I think that this is a uncut tradition that I have to get up and turn down my music. But I promise you, like before I start talking, it never, 
is this loud ever and whatever i'm just gonna start it now okay much better so the first thing that i want to talk about even though i said that there's not necessarily like a agenda or like a list i do still write down like the main things i kind of want to talk about first thing wait is my computer about to die this is so all over the place no okay i'm good first thing i want to talk about is elon musk buying twitter so i'm gonna say like a month ago elon it was like either a month ago or like two months ago i don't have no concept of time anymore but a few weeks ago elon musk like it was speculated that he was gonna buy twitter and i think he did end up buying twitter and um i'm not really like well versed or educated on like the logistics of all of this i just know that he bought twitter and now his whole reasoning of buying twitter from what i've seen i may be wrong but just from what i've seen his whole reason of buying twitter is because he wants to like battle censorship censorship being you know if you haven't if you haven't been on social media or you haven't paying attention to like the news or anything then you wouldn't know what this is but censorship is basically like freedom of speech um you know a lot of social media apps are deplatforming people for the sake of you know them going against their like um terms and agreements and like their guidelines and stuff like that and people are saying like oh this is denying them of their freedom of speech blah blah this is this so I guess Elon Musk bought Twitter for that reason. And it's like now, it's so lame to me. Like, <laughs> I just made a tweet about this. And I said, like, billionaires frolicking on Twitter and trying to, like, engage on social media feels like a substitute teacher trying to be cool with the classroom. Like, it's just lame. Like, it just doesn't, it's, it, something about it rubs me the wrong way. And, like, First of all, the concept of billionaires in the first place rubs me the wrong way. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, eat the rich, but, like, you can nibble on the rich a little bit. I just think that it's always weird to me when I see people with a lot of money doing stupid things with their money. And it's like, you know, if we're talking about the average person, who am I to tell somebody what to do with their money, right? But if we're talking about, like, billion multi-billionaires it's kind of like why are we why are we playing these little games and when I made the tweet somebody had responded to the tweet and was like y'all think he playing over here but he's gonna make more money off of Twitter what do you need any more money once you hit like billion like like what like I feel like once you get past a certain level of income money cannot do anything for you anymore like once you get that rich what is more money going to do for you what can't you do with the money that you have already that's the way i think about it and i just think elon Musk buying twitter for the sake of censorship is stupid because one what censorship are we trying to protect here because ever since he bought twitter there has been an uptick in people using like slurs i've seen it people dropping m-bombs hard r people dropping all types of slurs and it's like is this what y'all meant by free like if it's so it's so awkward to me it's so off to me and this is kind of going into my next topic a little bit and it's Kanye West and like the whole free speech idea so Kanye has been in the media a lot recently 
um for like anti-semitic things he's been saying some crazy stuff um i'm not here to decide what if what he said was true or fact or if i support what he said or not i'm really not even gonna talk about that because that whole thing gives me a headache in the first place but i do think that let me see one i think that the way that the media is reacting to kanye west is weird because a lot of like companies are trying to like drop him from things people like brands are vowing to never work with him in and stuff like that and i feel like the only brand that makes sense to me is adidas dropping him because him and adidas had a yeezy obviously like him and adidas had a close partnership so that's really the only brand that i can understand that would drop him because you know they probably dealt with a whole lot of stuff coming from kanye like I don't even know, like, Kanye probably dealt with a lot from Adidas, Adidas probably dealt with a lot from Kanye, so I kind of understand why they dropped him, but all of these other brands coming out the world were, like, the Goodwill, I don't know if that was real or not, but the Goodwill saying they're not gonna, um, they're not gonna accept any Yeezy items, um, just all of these brands coming out of nowhere dropping him, it's like, where did y'all, where did y'all even come from, that was really off topic, but anyway, um, I feel like with Kanye and the free speech thing, which kind of ties into like Elon Musk and censorship thing, I feel like free speech has nuance to it. And I don't think it takes a genius to understand that. And I think that some people who have these roles of power don't understand nuance because in what way do you think free speech equals just being hateful and ignorant? Like, I feel like people take free speech and censorship a little bit too literally um for one on social media you sign like you agree to a terms and conditions when you sign up for the app no one ever reads terms and conditions i don't read terms and conditions but i know that when you sign terms and conditions you're basically agreeing to follow the rules on the app and if you don't follow the rules then there's grounds for termination like it's not like this is something that's brand new it's not like this is something that was never known people are just not reading terms and agreements of social media sites so people being deplatformed and Kanye being locked out of his Twitter and stuff like that is not groundbreaking at all. This was going to happen. If you say something crazy, you're gonna get kicked out. It's the same idea as if you go into an airport and you scream bomb and there is no bomb. You are going to face the consequences. Like, free speech is such a nuanced thing. And I I really don't understand why people are like, oh, people trying to censor him. People don't want him to speak the real truth. Bro, truth if it's true or if it's not there's certain ways to go about saying things you feel me and like i said i'm not here to determine if what he said was true or right or wrong or any of that i'm just saying that people act so surprised that you can't say things that don't make sense or you can't say things that could potentially be hurtful or harmful like i was just watching a strawberry park um video if you know if you don't know who strawberry park is Strawberry Park is the vlog slash second channel of this YouTube channel called Love Live Serve. I love them with Rob, Rhino, and Noah. I love them so much. I've been watching them forever. But I just watched their um video on their Strawberry Park channel. And bas- the video had nothing to do with what I'm going to say here. But Rhino made a point. And he said, he said something to the terms of like, people can do and say what they want to say. But to assume that nobody is going to judge you for it is stupid. Like, and that resonated so much with me. And I feel like that 
that can apply to what I'm talking about now. Like, yes, you can have your own opinions. Yes, you can live your life. Yes, you can do whatever you want to do, say whatever you want to say, be with whoever you want to be with, live your life. But you cannot assume that everyone is going to understand, agree, or accept what's going on. And that goes for any, that literally goes for anything. The world is so diverse. People come from so many different walks of life. So to assume that just because you say something and you feel that it's right and you see the ramifications because of what you said and you just immediately think people are out to get you or people, and I'm not even just talking about Kanye. This is like just a general thing now. To assume that someone is out to get you or someone's trying to silence you or someone is trying to push this agenda on you just because they don't agree with what you're saying because you think that you're right is a silly way of thinking. But this all just kind of ties back into like the whole Elon Musk buying Twitter for censorship and stuff like that. It's like, what are you really trying to say? Like, what are you really trying to get at here? If your whole thing is being able to say what you want to say, and then all of a sudden there's all these racial slurs and terms and anti-Semitic stuff being thrown out into the world now, is that what you thought? Is that what you wanted to protect? Is that what you wanted to... Like, something about it just rubs you the wrong way. But, um, yeah. That's all I have to say on Elon and Kanye and that whole little thing. Okay, so... <clears throat> very different from what I was just talking about, but I want to talk about Ice Spice. <laughs> okay, so if you haven't heard by now, um, Ice Spice is basically like this new female rapper, and she made a song that like blew up on TikTok called Munch. The you thought I was feeling you, that gum Munch. That song, right? So if you haven't heard that song congratulations i guess but yeah she made that song it got really popular blew up on tiktok etc etc and she like just like came out of nowhere really and then she made another song recently called bikini bottom where basically like it's like a spongebob okay one of like the songs from spongebob was sampled and she rapped over it and um that's like her second single and I'll be the first one to say it. At first, I didn't like Ice Spice because I was like, oh my God, this song is just bad. When it, when it comes to like the first song, Munch, I was like, oh, this song is bad. Um, I don't like it. She can't rap. I heard it on TikTok. The only reason that it's good is because it was blown up on TikTok. This is this. And it seemed like I wasn't the only person who thought that. A lot of people had the same thought process as me. They didn't like it. They said that it was lame, uh, it was bad, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, that was when the song first got on the rise, right? Then, I guess, the time between when she dropped Munch to when she dropped Bikini Bottom, a lot of people started bringing her up in conversation more, and it brought up the conversation of, like, just female rap in general. And people, of course, were saying, like, uh, when are we gonna get some good female rappers? When are we gonna get female rappers that doesn't just talk about their body and da, 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 this is this, the the typical talk when it comes to female rap. And um, something that I want to point out before, well, I don't even have like main points in me talking about Ice Spice, but whatever. Um, one thing I want to talk about is I think that it's very weird how the internet treated Ice Spice and how they do still treat Ice Spice, and just female rappers in general, but specifically 
Ice Spice. Like, I've never seen it with any other female rapper to this level of extreme, but I think that it's weird. So, in Ice Spice's, like, videos and stuff like that, like, she's twerking all the time, you know, doing, like, provocative movements. You get what I'm hinting at. Um, and people have said things like, oh, I can't wait until she, like, stops rapping and she, like, goes into the adult entertainment industry, wink, wink. And, um, people make weird comments about her, like, on social media, like, in her comment section. People are just wilding, just wilding, like, saying the craziest things about her, like, sexually. And it's just, like, this is, like, it's crazy to me because it's, like, Yes, female rappers, they have a tendency to, you know, wear revealing clothing, twerk all the time, whatever, whatever. But I've never seen the public react so viscerally than they do with Ice Spice. It's like Ice Spice can't say or do anything without people being like, when are you going to give up rapping and go into something else? When are, like, when are you going to stop? I can't wait for you. To, it's like I've never, ever seen it to this level before. And... I think that since I'm, like, more active on Twitter, it's, like, I've seen it more on there, and I just think that it's very weird for majority men to, on one end, say female rappers shouldn't just always talk about, like, their body and sexual stuff, but then on the other end, try to get a female rapper who is talking about that stuff to go in to lean more into the industry dealing with sexual things it doesn't make sense to me it just doesn't click to me and I also just think that it's 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 just a weird it's weird and I know some people and I've seen some takes on Twitter and just regular conversations that I've had with people before and they're like oh well if a woman is doing all these sexual things then why can't we as men or not even men but like why can't we just as the general public comment on it and it's like that's a very good point to make because it makes it seem like okay well she's doing this for attention and it's like yes that's a part of that is true but also we have to remember that a lot of female rappers don't get taken seriously if they're not objectified do i want to say objectified i already said it but a lot of female rappers don't get recognition or attention if they're not objectifying themselves in some way. If they don't have some type of appeal about themselves, there people are just not going to pay attention to it. And I don't I don't want to say men specifically, but and I hate to be like I hate to be that person that seems like they're always like harping on men, but in this conversation I feel like when it comes to men who want to like female rappers, they don't like female rappers who actually just rap. They don't. A lot of the time, people are like, oh, I would listen to female rap if she wasn't just rapping about her body all the time. But then we have female rappers like Chica, who gets little to no recognition at all, and she's a fire rapper. Simple. It's like, what do y'all really want? And then, if we want to bring up Young and May, which is a more... Young and May is a lesbian. <laughs> that came out like that didn't come out how I wanted it to come out. But Young and May is like a more masculine lesbian st- stud. I don't want to say the D word, 
because even though I can't say it, I don't know how Anchor feels about that word, and I don't need anything going wrong with the vibe hive. But, you know, she's more of a masculine woman, and people don't, it's like people respect Young and May more simply because she resembles masculine energy. And that's also a weird concept. But anyway, that was very off topic. But yeah, it's like people don't respect female rappers if they're not objectifying themselves. But if they are objectifying themselves, then the dis- then now they're also just... Dis- it's like women can't do anything right. We can't do anything right when it comes to rap. But yeah, I feel like the reaction that Ice Spice has gotten is very weird considering that I've never seen any other female rapper get this type of like reaction. Even just bringing up Megan Thee Stallion, right? Megan Thee Stallion is... I love Megan. I love Megan Down. But she, like, built her whole brand on, like, being this hot girl, being this sexy girl. Like, she built her whole brand off of that. And I don't see, I don't see nobody, like, overtly sexualizing her in the way that they do Ice Spice. I just think that's, I think that's weird. But, um, moving on. Still talking about Ice Spice, though. So, I didn't used to like her, whatever, cool. I was like, this is lame. But then she dropped Bikini Bottom. And I, <laughs> I kind of like it. Not even kind of. I do like it. And I'm not going to go as far as to say that I'm an Ice Spice fan now. But I respect her. I, I really do. Because people are hating on her. I feel like people are hating on Ice Spice just because everybody else is hating on Ice Spice. And people don't want to just come out and admit and say that they like her music. I'm not saying you got to be no diehard Ice Spice Spice Cabinet fan. But I like her music. I do. It's fun. It's fun. I don't see a lot of people just having fun with rap no more. Everything is so serious. Everything got to be about struggle or being hood or killing somebody. Or if you're a woman, it like it. it's so lame to me. And I feel like Ice Spice, she's very aware of the fact that people don't like her. She's very aware of the fact that she's not serious at least that's what it seems like she's very aware of like what social media is saying about her and I feel like that's what I like about her and not even just her but I like it when celebrities not even celebrities but I like it when musicians are aware of their audience they're aware of what's going on they're not trying to act like something isn't happening or they're not trying to act like they're just like in this bubble or anything I like when people who are in the public eye actually know what the public wants or know how to deal with the public, you know, yeah, the bikini bodies, the bikini bottom song, I like that song, it's fun, we, we need more fun, I'm getting sick and tired of the competition now, I just, sometimes you just need a fun song, it's not super deep, the lyrics don't have to be amazing, it just sounds good, it's fun, people don't like fun anymore, okay, so if you can't tell, my voice is better, mm-hmm, I beat allergies, and hopefully they don't come back because that was terrible. But anyways, though, um, at first I wanted to re-record this because at first, um, the last part of this uncut was like a, um, books that I've been reading and just like reading in general. But then over on the Vibe Hive Instagram page, if you're not following it, go follow it at the Vibe Hive T H E V I B E H I V E. Um. Over on there, I had launched a poll asking if you all wanted me to do like a reading, ep- like a full reading episode, because ever since I started reading more, I've gotten questions like, how do you get into reading? Like, what do you know? Like, what books do you know that you like? Um, What books are you supposed to buy, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to make an entire episode about it. 
so yeah I decided to not do the little rant slash ramble at the end of this about reading because everything that I said in the everything that I said in the segment is what I would want to say in the episode but just in a longer format and a more organized format so instead (laughs) I want to talk about the new things that I did in October so I made it a new year's resolution for me to do something new every month so whether that's listening to a new album reading a new book trying a new food or drink seeing a new movie like whatever it was I wanted to do something every single month and I wanted to document it because sometimes life feels repetitive and boring so if I keep an anecdote of like the new things that I did in the month it makes me realize that you know every day just isn't the same every day isn't boring and the new things don't have to be big new things like going to a new city or something it can just be anything like it just helps me it helps me it just helps me I don't even know how else to explain it but it just helps me okay I had to take some I had to drink some water my throat was feeling weird but anyways though in October I categorized the new things that I did so I have books foods um foods and drink movies and albums so I'm gonna start off with books I read five books this month, which, well, last month, which pat on the back because I went from not reading at all to reading five books in a month. I think that that is amazing. So I read a series. I read the um, A Court of Thorns and Roses series. So that's three books right there. Then I read um, As Good as Dead, which is the last book in a three-part series, um, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder series. That's a really good series. If you want to get back into reading, I suggest reading that it's like a murder mystery young adult book very easy to get into very fast paced never boring at all and then I read it ends with us by Colleen Hoover and let me just tell y'all the way that y'all hyped up that book oh my god even if you're not a big reader you have 100% seen the cover of this book if you're on TikTok or Instagram you have definitely seen this book and that book (sighs) It was so mid. I literally gave it a three and a half out of five stars. But enough of the book talk because I don't want to talk about books that much since I'm going to be making a book episode. So yeah. So those are the new books that I read in October. Now the new food and drinks that that I had in October. So the very first thing that I had, not very first, but I had knucklehead sushi. So shout out Kobe. He took me well, we went to this uh, sushi sushi restaurant called Kitaro. Very nice W sushi restaurant. And I tried their knucklehead sushi. I don't remember what was in it specifically, but it was very good. So I had that. I also had a chai tea latte for the first time. I've heard people rave about chai tea lattes, but I never like just got around to trying it. But I had a Starbucks gift card and I was like, you know what? This is the best time to try it. I'm not using my money, so I might as well. And um, it was all right. It was okay. It was a little bit too sweet for me. I think chai tea is just like sweet in general. I've never had chai tea just alone, but I don't really like sweet coffee. I love a good dark roast with just cream and caramel. That's my go-to. But I mean, I can understand why people like it. I just don't like sweet coffee. And the last new thing I had was a iced ube latte. 
Now, I tried this at a coffee shop. What was the name of the coffee shop? Oh my God, wait, I'm going to find it. But it was this coffee shop up in Rosemont that I went to this month. And they had an iced ube latte. I've never heard of it until I went to that coffee shop. Yeah, it was called the it was called Brew Coffee Lab, and like in like Displains Rose, my area. And I tried their iced ube latte, and it was actually pretty good. It had almond milk, coconut milk, condensed milk, and then the ube latte. It okay. I think it's like Filipino descent. I think it's like a Filipino drink. I really don't yeah Philippines okay it says with origins in the Philippines ube was brought to Hawaii through Filipino diaspora ube has sweetness similar to its sweet potato cousins however it has an earthy green tea aftertaste with hints of vanilla it pairs really well with sweets and has an amazing ability to mask bitterness so that's what I had it's a Philip. it says okay what does it say it says a Filipino delicacy, a sweetened purple yam treat with a jam-like consistency, mashed purple yam, evaporated milk, condensed milk. Um, hold on, I'm still reading the article. Because I really want to make sure that I'm getting, like, everything. Um. Hello? Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sweetened purple yam treat with a jam-like consistency, mashed purple yam, evaporated milk, condensed milk, and butter combined into one delicious dessert. Most folks think that ube is a type of jam that you spread onto bread, which yes, it can be, but it's actually a dessert of its own. Ube is also used as a base for various Filipino recipes such as bread, cakes, cookies, cream, and now lattes. Oh, okay. So it's just a purple yam type of thing, but people made it into a latte. Anyway, it was good. I liked it. Would I get it again? No, but it was good to just say that I tried it and it was new. So then the new movies that I seen in October, the first movie that I saw was Smile. That movie is a W. I gave it a five out of five stars. I love movies that makes me think about it after I'm done watching it. I love when movies or books or shows has a deeper underlying meaning than what's presented to you. I love watching movies that makes me go home and look up top 10 things that I miss in the movie or the real meaning of this movie. I love that. I just love dissecting. I love dissecting film because I'm just such a film person but no I love dissecting film. I love analyzing film. I love it so the Smile movie definitely made me do that. Then the next movie that I seen was Black Adam. It's a superhero movie. I didn't think that I was going to like it that much, but my dad wanted to see it. So I was like, okay, might as well go. What, you know, what do I have to lose? And I really liked it. I'm not a big superhero fan. I don't really keep up with the Marvel DC universe. If you ask me what universe Black Adam is in, I probably wouldn't even be able to tell you if I'm being serious. But it was a very good movie. I liked the theme. I liked the story. I like that Black Adam wasn't necessarily a hero. He's a villain, but he like had his little hero moment. I love that. I also love the fact that in Black Adam, you didn't have to understand everything to follow the movie. And I love when superhero movies specifically do that. Like, yeah, you might have missed like a reference or two, but when it's easy to follow, even if you haven't watched like the previous movie or you're not familiar with the superhero universe, you can still follow it. So yeah definitely like black adult i think i gave that a four out of five 
Yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Then the last movie that I watched this month was Call Me By Your Name. Now, I gave that a three out of five stars. It's a very weird movie. Um, People hyped up that movie so much. This movie has gotten a lot of awards and a lot of recognition. And um, I watched the movie. I felt weird about it. The way that it was shot and like cinematically it was very well. The aesthetics was very well. The sensory details was very well. And just like the whole vibe of the movie was good, but the actual plot in the storyline was kind of weird. Um, I didn't like the fact that in the movie okay, in the movie basically it's about these two gay dudes. And um it's like I don't know. I guess see, that's the thing. I really just don't even understand what the movie was about. I even watched like the what does this movie mean videos afterwards. Still didn't make sense to me. I also don't like the fact that the relationship between the two dudes is weird because one of them is 17 and one of them is 24. And even though it's based in, I think, Italy and that's legal, it still kind of rubs me the wrong way because 17 and 24. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah, that was the last movie that I watched in October. Then moving on to the last category, albums. So the first album that I listened to is Laughing So Hard It Hurts by Mavi. I gave it a nine and a half out of ten. I love Mavi down. I love him so much. I lo- if you like Earl Sweatshirt or if you want to get into like the alternative rap scene, I guess they're like alternative experimental rap. If you want to get into those people, highly suggest listening to Mavi. Highly suggest listening to Earl. I love the album. It was amazing. The second album I listened to was Survivor's Remorse A-Side by G Herbo. I gave that an 8 out of 10. And if I'm going to be honest, when I listened to the album, I kind of expected more, but I wasn't upset by what I got. I still haven't listened to the B-Side. Even though the B-Side has been out for like weeks now, I haven't listened to it because honestly, it was kind of like forgettable. And I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like I listened to A-Side one time all the way through. I liked a couple songs off of it, haven't added any songs to my playlist, and I haven't listened to it again, but it's not bad, like, it wasn't bad, maybe I need to just re-listen to it, I don't know, but it wasn't really rememberable, is that the word, rememberable, I don't know, it just wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't bad, but whatever, I still gave it an 8 out of 10. Then the last album I listened to in October is Ben Reaper 3 by The Goat, Baby Tron, mm-hmm, yep. Um, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I loved the album. It was amazing. I love Baby Tron, period. Baby Tron is it's very hit or miss. You either hate him or you love him, and I love him. I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I liked almost every song on there. I could it was like three songs that I didn't really like that much, but they weren't bad, so that's why it's an eight out of ten. But um, yeah. So those were the new things that I did in October. I highly suggest whoever is listening to just keep track of the new things that you did like in the month because at the end of the month when you go back and look it's nice seeing that you did stuff because it can start to feel like you're not doing anything with your life because these days the months are just going by so fast it's already november it's only one month left of 2022 so yeah um i'm gonna end it here thanks for listening if you're listening um expect a new episode out soon i don't want to give a i don't want to give an exact date because yeah but expect new episodes out soon expect video content soon on the way 
um i hope you're having an amazing day night or evening whenever you're listening to this and um yeah i'll see you all later bye